Welcome to the Idea Climbing Podcast. Today, I'm here with John Ferrara. John is a serial entrepreneur and a pioneer of customer relationship management, or CRM, software. He's the founder and CEO of Nimble CRM and co-founder of Goldmine, one of the very first CRMs. In this episode, we discuss how serving others actually serves yourself, how to build your personal brand at scale to reach more people, how to balance being nice and serving others with making more sales and much, much more. Get ready. John's an open fire hydrant of valuable and meaningful advice. Hope you enjoy the show. Thank you for being here, John. I appreciate you taking the time. You bet. Uh, any opportunity I have to connect for a conversation about helping other people grow is, uh, is a great day because I think that's really why we're here on this planet. We're on this planet, I believe, to grow, and we do that best by helping other people grow. Well, with that, with the title of the podcast, you wanted to talk about how to achieve your dreams by paying life forward. Why is that so important to you? Well, you know, I, I've basically built my life on the shoulders of giants, and there's a guy named Zig Ziglar, and I think one of his most famous quotes is, you can get anything you want in the world by helping other people get what they want. And and I think that there's never been really truer words, especially in these times uh, where we're all struggling, I think, a little bit with, um, you know, what's right? What's wrong? Uh, um, what, what are our goals? What is important? And I think that uh, being blessed with success like I have, but also with some challenges, I almost died of a head tumor when I was 40, a year after I sold Goldmine for a bundle and retired. I came to a conclusion that we're not on this planet to make money. We're on this planet to make memories out of moments. And really, ultimately, we're on this planet to grow our souls. And, and that's why I sort of came down to a conclusion after doing some spiritual work, uh, after uh, getting ill and, and surviving it. And, and what it boils down to is that the best way for you to grow your soul is by being present with other human beings, especially people who love you. Because if you're truly present with other people, they'll reflect your shit back at you if they love you. And if you're willing to look at your shit in life and work on it, that's how you grow. And so ultimately, I think it really boils down to is if you're really present with the people around you, you and you listen and you learn and you find ways to add value, uh, that's why you're here on this planet. But if you do that at scale, ultimately you could achieve your dreams. And I'll give you an example of that. So when I invented contact management and CRM before Outlook or Salesforce existed with a company called Goldmine, I didn't do it because I wanted to make $100 million. I did it because I dug it. I dug building solutions. Uh, and ultimately that solution was something I needed because I was building relationships at scale in a, in a business. In, uh, I was working in sales for an enterprise software company. And I couldn't manage my contacts and my leads. I had spreadsheets, I had email, I had post-it notes, um, but I needed something that integrated email, contact, and calendar and sales and market automation into one cohesive tool. I couldn't find it and I built it, but it turned out that not only did I have that need, but literally millions of people around the world have the same need. And by serving those people, by helping those people achieve their dreams, I achieved a dream very few people actually achieve is to grow a business at an apartment on $5,000 and sell it for hundreds of millions of dollars um, 10 years later. And so the secret to that success 
was not that I endeavored to build an entrepreneurial company so I could be successful and make money. I did it because I was following my passions of building solutions that help people grow. And by doing that, I helped millions of people grow. But in the net result, as Zig Ziglar said, the more people you help grow, the more you grow. Well, if someone's listening to that amazing story and they're like, okay, I, I get it, paying it forward, that makes sense but maybe I'm not doing it yet and I want to get started. Where, do you, where would someone even begin to start paying it forward? Well, let's pretend that you're in sales. And ultimately, Mark, I think everybody's in sales, right? Um, in one form or another. But I think it's the mindset of every engagement that you do. So many times when you're engaging with another human being, you're not, that's kind of like salespeople aren't interested in your needs or your growth. They're interested in bagging and tagging you. And I think that mentality has made sales a four-letter word. Well, I believe with the evolution of social media, how it's transforming the way that we work, play, buy, and sell, that services the new sales. And if you enter into every engagement, whether you're in sales or not, not with the intention of what can you get from this person, but what can you give to this person, especially if it's just your presence and your smile, you can't help but walk away from that engagement uh, with a positive boost, if you will. And, and it really comes down as simple as the, the interactions you have on a daily basis. How many times have you been to the supermarket and you see people in line and they're in front of the register and they're not even paying attention to the uh, person checking them out, uh, the groceries, they're basically on the phone. They're totally distracted. They're not here, they're back there or they're over there. And I think that's what, how we all struggle through life is that we're not really present. We're not really listening. We don't have an intention to serve. And we basically just have an intention to get. And I think that uh, less is the new more and that the more that we give, ultimately, the more that you get. Well, what are a couple other ways that people can give? I mean, is it just as simple as that smile at the grocery store? Because, I mean, that makes so much sense, paying attention to other people. I, I think it really starts with the basics. It starts with every moment that you can, right, to be present and to give, even if it's a smile or your, your attention for a moment. Uh, practice that with strangers that you meet when you're interacting. Practice that with your children. Practice that with your spouse. You'll be amazed at how much they love you when you actually listen to them. Um, and, and then begin practicing that with people. I think that if you enter into engagements um, with the intention to find a way to add value to that human being, uh, and before you enter that engagement, you prepare, you, you Google them, or ideally you nimble them, and you find out who they are and what their business is about. And then you enter into the engagement, not to uh, see if you can bag and tag and sell them, but if you could actually find a way to add value to them, then in the end, that's how you achieve your dreams uh, by helping other people achieve theirs. But it really takes daily practice. And the best people to practice are, are the people that you're engaging with on a, on a, on a daily basis, even strangers. So with the people you know, is part of it reaching out to people you haven't talked to in a while just to see how they're doing or what you can do for them? Because I'm thinking like with Nimble and being a CRM and a sales tool, sometimes people aren't reaching out to you. You need to reach out to them. And reach, are you saying reach out to them without, hey, I haven't talked to you for a while. Want to buy something? As opposed no, to, no, what, no. Would they, what should they do? Well, I think that you, you have 
the typical person has thousands of connections, maybe tens of thousands, but you could only really manage 100 to 200 in your head at one time. And really, there aren't that many more people that are truly important to you. And you should figure out who those people are. And you should regularly nurture those relationships. And think of it as a garden. Think about the people around you like a sustainable garden. My wife uh, took me out into her garden the other day and, and showed me a monarch butterfly caterpillar. And I said, what's a monarch butterfly caterpillar doing in our garden? Because I thought they hung out like up in like Monterey or something. And she said, well, I plant milk thistle to attract monarch butterfly caterpillars in order for them to eat the aphids so I don't have to spray. And I do that for a variety of different plants and animals and insects in order to create the self-sustaining garden. And I said, well, gosh, isn't that what we try to do as human beings with our brand and our network in order to uh, put stuff out there to attract people that, uh, that could create the self-sustaining momentum? And the momentum ultimately is you serving people at scale and you achieving your, your dreams at scale. And so there is a certain sort of set of contacts that you definitely want to maintain top of mind. May West said, out of sight is out of mind, out of mind is out of money, honey. So how do you stay top of mind with people on a regular basis? You don't send them a quarterly email that tells them how great your products and services are because guess what? Nobody cares. Nobody cares about you or your products or your services. People care about themselves. People don't buy great products. They buy better versions of themselves. So how can you sell somebody a better version of themselves is by walking in their digital footprint on a regular basis and adding value to the conversation so that when you do reach out, it's on a cold call, it's a warm call because you've been staying in touch with them. So you don't have to necessarily pick up the phone or uh, directly email or directly message somebody, somebody, something in order to be top of mind because there's things going on in people's lives on a regular basis. And if you just pay attention, not only can you reach out and nudge them, touch them in order to maintain the connection, but you could see ways to add value because they'll share that. They might be talking about a trip that they're going to Ireland and you just got back from Ireland. They might be talking about the fact that they want to uh, get a barbecue and you're avid barbecue. They might talk about a backpacking trip they're trying to do. But ultimately, I think that you need to take your business relationships. And we're not just talking about business relationships, but this is sort of a business topic. You got to take your relationships beyond the business level, the lobby level, into the personal level because people connect on the commonalities of life. That's where the deeper connections happen. I call it the five F's of life, family, friend, food, fun, and fellowship. And that, this is how you need to connect to people after you've initiated the initial connection. But if you're trying to build your network and your brand at scale, you also need to begin to give your knowledge away on a daily basis because you want to become the trusted advisor of your prospects and customers and ideally their influencers. So most people who are in business doing something specialized have forgotten more about their, pro their, their products and services and their customers will ever know. So if you gave your knowledge away on a daily basis, when people do need your products and services, not only will you be top of mind, but they'll pick up the phone and call you and they'll drag their friends with them. So how, how do you do that? I call it the five uh, E's of social business. Educate, enchant, engage, embrace, and in order to empower your customers. So that means you want to build brands in all the places where your customers are having conversations, begin to share content to inspire and educate them with enchanting content, 
with the intent to engage with them in order to embrace and empower them to achieve their goals. And so these are sort of my basic formulas of how uh, I build my brand in order to grow my network, in order to serve other people's at scale, in order to help them achieve their dreams, which in the end result, I'm achieving my dreams. So where's the balancing act in between if someone's listening and an entrepreneur or a salesperson, okay, I get paying it forward and you know touching in and asking about them and helping them achieve their dreams. The other side of the coin, I've got to make money. I have yeah. to sell products. How do you do it? What does that balancing act look like? Well, the balancing act is if you're truly present with your constituency, which I call essentially your prospects, your customers, their influencers, their suppliers. If you're connected to these people and you're having regular conversations with them, you're going to get the buying signals to know when they are interested or ready or have a need for your products and services, in which case you can engage and do the sales process. Sales isn't a bad thing. It's a good thing, especially when you're you're basically delivering a product or service that helps somebody achieve their dreams. And so I think that you can balance sales with serving as long as your intention is to serve first and sell last. So it's staying top of mind. So it's top of mind because you're helping them. And if they need your product, they're going to come to you because you're the one that's top of mind. Would that be right? That's right. How did you discover this? Were you, was this a hardwired thing that you always did this? Did you stumble across it with, with sometime with goldmine? Cause some people say I learned how to give back a little later in life. Other people say I've been doing it since I was a kid. How did you discover as far well, as helping people pay it forward? You know, I've read a few books um, and I'll just pull a few out that, uh, that, that cover um, some of these uh, concepts. I don't see all the ones uh, that uh, I was thinking of. There it is. Okay. So, so I think it's important to feed your mind and, and to read. And um, so, so I grew up reading the Bible and, uh, and in it are many great stories and, and parallels and parables that, uh, that can help to, uh, educate you and also help you develop a, uh, a spiritual relationship with a higher power. But because I studied, uh, alternative religions, uh, in my high school, uh, one of the books that I read was, uh, Siddhartha. And in it, and it's really a small little book, in it is the story of this prince named Siddhartha that, uh, that had everything. He, uh, but he, did, he felt something was missing. And he, he cast off all his finery and put on a, a sack and walked the, the land until he figured out uh, enlightenment. And he basically came to the conclusion that all pain is, uh, is derived from not being present, from basically ruminating about the past or worrying about the future. And, and if you really think about it, most of us spend our lives that way, right? We, we go, shit, shoulda, coulda, woulda that, or oh my God, what's, what about this? And they're not really focused on being present. And, um, and, and there's another uh, philosopher guy named Parahasma Yogananda, uh, also uh, another, uh, he wrote a book on autobiography of a yogi. But ultimately, it's, it's seeking knowledge and truth, as I've done throughout my life, 
reading different authors and then synthesizing my own philosophy uh, about life. And it, it just sort of came to me that, um, that we're not on this planet to make millions and have uh, tons of stuff because I've done that and it didn't deliver the happiness that I thought it might. And through additional spiritual work and, and, and seeking more truth, I came to the conclusion that I actually am uh, happier. I get more energy by helping others, by serving others, as opposed to helping myself. But by doing that, I actually, in the end, help myself. And, uh, and it basically um, is a recursive thing, right? It's like, I'm here to grow. I grow best by helping other people grow. Rinse and repeat. How do you balance such a busy schedule running something like Nimble that's really growing, getting investors and doing amazing things, and yet still making time for like this podcast and talking to other people and following up with them? What does that look like for you as far as your day day in and day out? Because some people say I'm too busy to do it. It really takes a team, and I'm lucky to have a fantastic team around me, including Michaela, who uh, facilitates uh, some of these uh, conversations personally reaching out. I mean, Mark, you and I connected because I began to share content in Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and you interact with that content. And I basically, you stood out to me as a human being I wanted to connect to. And I, I, I reeled that in for a connection and a conversation. And we maintained the relationship over these years. And no, we don't talk every month, but periodically we do connect. And when we do connect, I think you'd have to say that there's a, it's a richer, deeper connection than just a, hello, how you doing? You know? And that's what you like to do with a lot of people to keep in touch? Yeah, I do. And, and, and my kids like to joke with me. They, they, they call me a, um, uh, a, a soul um, um, something. <laughs> they, they say I like to touch souls and, uh, and, and, and keep them. But I don't want to keep anybody's soul. But I do like to touch them. I think that there's a vibration that occurs when you're truly connected to another human being where you're sharing an experience or a conversation or a moment with them that truly resonates with that other human being. Mark, you felt that before, haven't you? Oh, absolutely. And, and, and that's something that just sort of stays with you, right? And I think that if you, if you think about it, uh, the great prophets of the world, the uh, Jesus, Muhammad, uh, Siddhartha, uh, etc. I think that these were all human beings, like like all of us. We're all just human beings, but some human beings have more of that quote star stuff in them, that sort of stuff that that vibrates. Where when they talk, when they share their ideas, it makes people stop and they follow these people, and they creates movements and creates religions. And I think we all have that a little bit of that star stuff in us and the ability to more effectively connect with other human beings. But it takes practice. It takes practice to be present. It takes practice to make it a habit of having an intention to serve rather than to sell. And, and ultimately, I think there might be a book in this someplace, you know, because I think that I think that if people were to embrace this philosophy, they would see that it truly leads to success. But in some respects, you, 
you wouldn't think that maybe it's true. Like, you know, Harvey McKay swim with the sharks, right? It's like, I'm a shark and I'm going to eat you. No, I'm not a shark and I'm going to eat you. I'm a dolphin. And I'm going to play with you, but ultimately I'm not here to eat you. So as a dolphin and playing with someone, what, are, what would an outreach email look like? We haven't talked for six months. I'm using Nimble. Your name pops up. And let's say they don't have, they haven't known each other as long as you and I have. It's someone that's a yeah. loose connection. What does yeah. an email look like? Well, it starts with doing your homework. It's walking in the digital footprint, understanding uh, who they are, what their life and business is about, what they've been doing, what do they want to do. And you could do that literally in five minutes if you nimble them and let nimble build a record and, and allows you to quote, see them. And then once you do understand who they are with the business about the history and actions you and the team have had on email calendar and social, what's pending, who's going to do it and, and what's going on in their lives. Then when you reach out, you can reach out with a more relevant and authentic outreach. So rather than just saying, Hey Mark, it's been a while since we talked. Uh, here's my calendar link. Uh, why don't we hook up? Right. That's a basic one. Right. But a better one might be, um, Hey Mark, uh, it's been way too long since we've connected. I noticed that you're rebooting your podcast and I saw some of the interviews that you've done with um, uh, Bob and Mark and you talked about this and that, right? So you're being specific. I would love to connect to learn more about what's going on with you and, uh, and where you're taking this podcast to see if I might be able to add some value, right? And so it's first off, you're, you're recognizing them. They feel it's not generic because you're clearly calling out something that's specific to them. And uh, you're not calling out because you need something from them, but you actually want to give them something. And when you do that, you get incredible responses because most people really reach out because they want something. And I think that that's the last time you should reach out because if you are maintaining your closed your your close community and you set reminders to stay in touch reminders and nimble and you're continually touching the people that are important to you uh if for some reason you ever have to reach out and if this does happen they'll they'll be so happy that you did because you've been paying them forward over all that time which brings us back to the title achieve your dreams by paying life forward. And if you're paying life forward on a regular basis, people know that they feel that. And when you need something, they flock to you. Why do you think it is that some people don't do that? I'll have phone calls with people that I've actually met in person or zoom calls, whatever it might be. And they haven't even looked at my website. It always blows me away. It's like, Oh my gosh, you literally didn't even look at a website or you sent me a LinkedIn connection and didn't even read my profile. Why do you think people do that? They're careless, they're uneducated. Um, you know, I believe in uh, reincarnation. I believe that we're all star stuff. I believe that when I die, my shell's going to go to dust, but there's a higher vibration, a higher power in me that will basically move on into the river of the universe and something happens to it. So I think that people are in different stages of evolution and uh, some people just aren't ready for this. But I, but I do believe that there's a percentage of your audience right now that this is resonating to them. And if it is, I encourage them to, um, to explore it, to pursue it, and, um, 
And there is a book by Eckhart Tolle. I think it's called um, The Power of Now. That's right? it, The Power of Now. Yeah. And ultimately, a lot of this stuff that Eckhart says isn't anything new. They're just sort of rehashing and retelling, you know, on the shoulders of other giants, like some of those books that I shared with you. Uh, they're really just retelling a lot of those similar stories. But there's truth in it. And I, and I think that um, I think that people know when you want something from them versus when you want to give them something. And I think they're much more open to you when you're not trying to get something from them, but you actually want to help them. Well, with everything we talked about in closing, if the people are listening and I'm busy, I only have time to do one thing or the most important rule of paying it forward, what would that one thing be to you? Well, I think it really starts with a healthy you, right? Because it's really hard to be present and giving when you're not present and stable. So I'd recommend that this starts with a reboot of you. Like there's a pyramid of success and the foundation of the pyramid is your own health. And so I recommend to anybody listening to this who wants to reboot and start a new way of life success is to look at your health. And that starts with uh, eating well, sleeping well, and, uh, and some spiritual work. I really like the app Headspace. And right now, if you're not working, it's free. And if you are working, there's all kinds of student and other plans. We can get it for a relatively affordable price. And Headspace will help you to uh, learn how to be still with yourself and, uh, and to do some meditation and to be more present. And if you can be still with yourself and to quiet your mind and be more present, that will prepare you to do the same when you're interacting with other human beings. And really, if you take the time to do your homework before you connect with somebody and you ask open-ended questions, you let them talk to you and you listen to learn to find ways to add value, and then you basically uh, offer some help, like an introduction or some ideas of some other uh, assistance you might be able to provide, they won't help, but they can't help themselves, but basically want to try to help you. And Mark, I know that you've done this, you do this. And, and, and when you do that, people say, well, what can I do for you? And you may not even need anything right then. And that's okay. It's like, you just let them know that I'm, I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm doing this not to get something, but I'm doing this because it's my philosophy in life. I truly believe that we're here to serve and help other people grow. But ultimately, what I found in life is that when I, when I do this, the, the world just comes back to me tenfold. And, and Mark, I'm, I'm proof to the success. I've started two global software companies, um, successful software companies, uh, by basically practicing what I preach. Thank you so much for the time. And people should check out nimble.com to help them build relationships. And if someone wants to follow you and learn more about you, there's so many social media channels out there. What's the one that you would say, find me here? Well, you know, what I do is I'd recommend people Google themselves right now. Just put your name in Google and, and search yourself. And if you don't show up on the first page, you need to, to work on your brand and your network. And the easiest way to do that is uh, build yourself a Wikipedia page. You can build a page on yourself. You just need to cite facts in there. And there's a lot of examples that you could use to do that. 
But Google loves Wikipedia pages. You can ensure that you end up on the first page and control what's being said about you. But, uh, but if you want to connect with me on any channel, best thing to do is Google me, better yet nimble me, uh, and you'll find that I'm in all the places that you'd expect to find me in and just connect with me on whatever channel is most comfortable for you. And if you want, email me. It's J-O-N at nimble.com. Excellent. Thank you again for the time. Really appreciate it, John. You bet, Mark. I, I really appreciate the opportunity to have a conversation about uh, mutual growth. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I also hope that you'll subscribe to the Idea Climbing Podcast and rate us on iTunes. Visit ideaclimbing.com to learn more about idea climbing and hear more episodes about mentoring, marketing, and big ideas.